Welcome to Take 10 with Pastor Don. I'm Don McGarvey, pastor of the Troy Mills Christian Church in Troy Mills, Iowa. Before we go further, I want to apologize for not doing a podcast last week. My wife, Chris, and I were blessed with a few days away, and we kind of hid. We talked about doing a podcast, if that helps, but ultimately we just didn't do it. Matter of fact, we didn't even remember that we didn't do it for a little while. My apologies for not alerting you. The few days were restful and we enjoyed being with each other. Plus, we experienced a part of life in another city that we really didn't know was there. It was a great time. It was probably a once-in-a-lifetime time that we'll never do again. This morning, I ventured out to one of the big-name department stores here in town. Normally, I try to stay out of places like this. I find them to be frustrating, difficult to get around in, and I don't like long lines, self-check, or not being able to find anyone to help. The benefit for me is that it increases my prayer life a lot. I'm praying all along, God, if you'll get me out of here, I'll never do this again. But this time, it was a little different. I walked into the, As I was walking into the store, a man that I had no recognition, recall of who he was. He said, good morning, pastor. How are you doing? He never quit walking to stand there and talk. He just kept walking. And I responded with a good morning and I'm doing well. But by this time he was lost in the parking lot. I still don't know who he was. If it was you, I'm sorry. I got inside and I decided not to take a cart or to even get a basket. I thought I could carry the things I was looking for without any assistance. Well, later I learned that was a mistake. And instead of getting one box that I could carry easily due to the packaging, I had to get nine boxes and it was quite the balancing act. I took a few more steps inside the door and I ran into a longtime friend and his wife. I'd met them long before I moved here to Iowa, long before I'd ever even met my own wife. So we stood and talked with, for a while, and, and um, then I was reminded about some events in this man's life that in my life, like we were ordained into ministry the same year in the same ordination class, and so we spent some time talking about that. I admitted to him that I didn't remember much about the night of my ordination, and then it was kind, I was kind of relieved to find out that he remembered less than I did. But we talked about uh, the things that we could remember, and we parted ways with smiles and waves and Merry Christmases. Eventually, I found what I was looking for. The packaging was larger than I expected, and I knew I was going to have trouble carrying carrying the packages and getting around in the store. But I made it to a checkout link. The line wasn't long, and I thought, this won't take long, and I couldn't imagine going through self-check with my nine packages. The lady in front of me offered for me to get in line in front of her. She was very concerned about my stack of boxes. I declined telling her that I didn't think it would take long. I did notice a couple of guys in front of me. One was frantically searching for something and eventually we found out that he was searching for lighter fluid. He just knew He had seen bottles of lighter fluid in this checkout line. 
The other guy, who was in line waiting to get checked out, was trying to help. Matter of fact, we all got involved with trying to find the lighter fluid. It was kind of funny. Uh, The man was confident it was somewhere on the shelf, and he convinced all of us to look on the shelves, to turn around and to do our parts, and to go up and down the shelves, and none of us found it. The cashier, who was incredibly kind and patient, stopped what she was doing, and she said, what are you guys doing? What are you looking for? And the man spoke up and said, we're looking for lighter fluid. And to everyone's relief, she just quickly pointed to it. It wasn't even close to where we were looking, but he got his bottle of lighter fluid, and he was happy and took off someplace else in the store, and we reformed the checkout line. It was a small one, but it was a victory. We'll take it. And then the lady in front of me turned around again and she says, are you sure you don't want to get in line ahead of me? And I I said, no, no, uh, I'm just fine right here. But as I was standing there and I was looking at the front of the checkout line, I noticed there was a lady who was being checked out and she was having a problem. Her bill was more than she was prepared for. She didn't have credit cards or a check and she had used up her food stamps and The other provided assistance that she had with her, but she was still over $30 short. I started to move forward to offer to help, but the man who was trying to help the other guy find a lighter fluid reached into his wallet and gave the clerk a $50 bill, paid for the remaining part of the bill. The woman was thrilled with the man's kindness and his goodwill towards her, and and she kept saying thank you over and over and over. And then the lady at the checkout, uh, behind the checkout, the employee, also started thanking the man for doing such a kind and a good deed. It was a cool thing to watch. Then I heard my name called from behind me. I turned and I vaguely recognized the wife of an old friend from many years ago at the church we worked at. We got names figured out and we started to chat. She had been in several of the classes I taught at the church. (laughs) Her memory was better about those things than mine. I did remember, though, that her husband and I had had breakfast a couple of times. He was a real end-time prophecy buff. Plus, her husband's grandfather had been the pastor of a Methodist church in the town that I currently pastor in, Troy Mills, Iowa. Some of the classes that this lady had attended were dealing with the prophetic timetable for the end of the ages. She reminded me of how how I would often answer questions pertaining to when and how with the words, I don't know. We'll have to see how that works out. And then she proceeded to ask me what I thought about the war in Israel, the rise of anti-Semitism here in our own nation, and how all this evil was going to be overcome. Well, fortunately, the line was slow moving, and so we were able to chat for a while. My response to her was what I had just witnessed in the checkout line was probably the way the evil of this world was going to be overcome. One righteous person behaving rightly and doing the right thing and not giving in to the temptations of this world when times got tough or frustrating. I told her about how all of us in line got involved with trying to help the man search for his lighter fluid. 
And then I told her how the one man who had remained in line helped the lady who was short on cash to pay for her groceries. And then she asked me the question that everybody wants to know, including myself. She asked me how I thought the war in Israel would turn out. I said, you know, I don't know. We'll have to see. And she says, I thought that's what you might say. As I got to the checkout, the cashier apologized for the slowness of things. I told her it was okay. I learned a lot that day. And she gave me a strange look, but we all just kept moving. My text for this week's Advent lesson is from Luke chapter 2, where the heavenly host of angels joined together in praise to God and said, not sung, but said to the shepherds, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill toward men. That word goodwill intrigues me. It means people whom God is pleased with. People of goodwill are people who God is pleased with. People who are doing good in the face of tough times. People who are doing good in the face of opposition. People who are doing good when the right thing isn't particularly easy. As I was checking out of the store, I was wondering if what I had seen unfold in the minutes I was in that store, people being kind towards someone that was unknown, spending time with old friends, strangers helping each other, folks offering to pay for other folks' groceries, a a, a total stranger, not alone, but to pay for it. I wondered if those were the things God had in mind when the angels announced peace and goodwill toward all men at the birth of the Messiah. You know, I'm convinced that the only way evil will be destroyed is for righteous people to rise up and do the right things. I mentioned to my friend's wife, the former student, to not forget that in the end, righteousness will always win. May we not forget those words in these days ahead. Evil is being exposed. It cannot stay hidden. Even more evil is going to be exposed in the days ahead. But we need to remain steadfast in our living so the goodwill of God will be seen in our lives and make a difference in the lives of others, even strangers in line at the store. Well, that's our time for this time. Thanks for joining me and thanks for subscribing to our podcast. If you haven't done so, please take a moment and ring the bell. And as always, if you are comfortable with doing so, tell your friends about us as well. Thanks again. Thanks for joining us and God bless you.